Welcome back to CFO Weekly, where we're talking with financial leaders about how to build efficiency in their teams, create time for strategy, and ultimately get results with your host, Megan Weiss. Let's jump right in. Today, my guest is Mike DePashali. Mike is a Gonzaga University graduate and an experienced financial professional for multiple SaaS companies. Mike was a revenue analyst for Text Recruit, an iSIMS company, where he's assisted in growing the company from $4 million in annual revenue to $24 million in annual revenue in 15 months. Currently, Mike works for a venture-backed startup called Postal.io, where he was a part of the go-to-market team and is the finance executive of the company. He has assisted in scaling the company to a $1.2 million run rate since the product launched just eight months ago. He comes trained from a management team who's had multiple successful rounds of funding and several successful company exits. Hello, Mike, and thank you for joining me today. Hey, Megan, thanks for having me. Yeah, today we're going to be discussing the path to CFO and the growing trend we're seeing of CFOs with non-traditional backgrounds. As the role's becoming more strategic, it makes sense that more and more CFOs are coming from areas outside of accounting. But is it a good idea? I'm really looking forward to this discussion, so let's get started. First, tell me about your career progression and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, so I I went to Gonzaga University, graduated in May of 2020, and I met my current CEO through a mutual connection, and I worked for him in a previous startup. So I worked for him at a company called Text Recruit, which was acquired by a company called iSIMS, and During my tenure there, I was an intern that transitioned into a part-time role that I was fortunate enough to work from, from my college dorm room. And um, once that company was sold, Eric decided to start a a new company called Postal. And here I am now being his director of finance. So let's talk a little bit about Postal. What is it that they do? So Postal is a leading uh, sales and marketing engagement platform, and we enable sales and marketing teams to increase their leads, increase their close rate, and increase the retention pipeline through non-traditional channels such as direct mail and um, e-gifting. And as a finance professional, you know my favorite part is that we actually utilize our platform and it reduces our cost per lead and it has a really positive effect on our, our customer acquisition costs. But we also provide a really significant value in time savings because we can automate these impactful moments throughout the whole sales cycle. So tell me about your own career goals. You aspire to someday be a CFO, correct? Yeah. And even more than that, you know, I've actually had this aspiration to be a CEO as well. And I'd love to start a tech company someday. I think software is a huge market and I have a pretty good understanding of the space being in it the last four or five years. So when I was in high school, I, I worked at a food and beverage department for a Marriott property. It was a Renaissance property. And um, I was there for about four or five years and we had a management shift that gave me an opportunity to actually run the department and become the food and beverage manager. And so I was managing about 50 employees in about four sub departments. And I just had this realization about how much I love business and how much I wanted to like lead a company more than even a department. And, um, you know, I always struggled with higher education and I knew I wanted to study business. So I actually originally chose to be a marketing major, but (laughs) the marketing 
courses, uh, just because they were a little on the easier side compared to the finance and accounting courses. Um, and I had a friend tell me, you know, you should try and choose a little bit more lucrative of a career path. And so he's like, you should look into finance. (laughs) Um, and so I took his advice and, um, yeah, I stuck with it and grinded through and, you know, it taught me a lot just Gonzaga did an amazing job with the higher education from a finance and accounting perspective. And yeah. Yeah. My sister studied marketing and I don't think she'd recommend it. (laughs) (laughs) Not just any of the marketing people out there, but yeah, finance and accounting was the way for me. So why would you argue that CFOs today don't necessarily need to be CPAs or even have accounting degrees? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a great question. So as you and I both know, CFOs have traditionally rose from accounting ranks and accountants bring a special knowledge of various aspects of corporate financial strategy, financial reporting, cost management. And I was reading a Wall Street Journal article that kind of prompted my thinking. And there was a study done by Corn Ferry. And in the last 10 years or so, the CFO role changed from more of a technical accounting and reporting to more of a broader range of responsibilities. So yeah, this is this is reflected by the reduction of uh, CPA CFOs in the thousand largest companies in the U.S., where the number actually has dropped from 46% to 36% since 2014. So the evolution of the CFO role has changed dramatically, you know, due to the traditional areas of finance becoming even more increasingly complex, and you know, due to the complexities of these areas, it requires more of a focus expertise. So today, I think finance leaders often oversee more than just closing the books. Finance leaders are more involved in the company's operations and risk management and IT and, you know, even the human resource department. And, you know, speaking from my own personal experience, you know, in the startup world as a financial leader, I'm also responsible for helping define like the growth path of the company as well as you know helping form new business relationships raising capital establishing different processes and even like company-wide reporting metrics and kpis so i think cfos are now more responsible in delivering the digital value story which ensures that the company's technological investments line up with the goal of what the company is trying to accomplish and you know what I mean by this is just investing in the right systems and technology while proving a good return on your investment. And even more so ensuring that the technological investments are in line with the overall strategy and the goals of the company. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that CFOs now more than ever are called to be strategic partners to the business and you know provide forward-looking insights, whereas in the past... You know, a lot of the work that uh, CFO and the accounting department did was backwards looking. Yeah, 100%. It's very historical. And that's kind of what my thoughts of accounting are, is basically looking at historical statements. And finance takes those statements that were created and, like you said, is very forward looking with them. So... As the CFO role evolves, how do you think that technology is playing a part in that? Oh, it's taking a, a change in the landscape in a huge way. I think the evolution of this digital era that we're in has taken over a lot of the manual work that CPAs have done in the past. And it's allowed non-CPA individuals like myself to succeed without extensive accounting knowledge. Obviously, you still need to have that accounting knowledge, but you don't need that in-depth 
CPA preferred knowledge. And corporate finance and accounting technology has boosted my productivity in the workplace exponentially. So these investments that we've made in financial and accounting software has allowed me to focus in other areas of our business rather than looking at, you know, yesterday's uh, historicals or last year's historicals. And, you know, the automations of these tools have given me time to partner with other departments in my organization to help give my insight and analysis from a finance perspective on the projects that they're working on to help grow the business. So, and you've touched on this a little bit with specialized skill sets, but as companies shift away from requiring CFOs to have accounting backgrounds, what do you think the implications are for other roles within the accounting department? Yeah, I think that the the individual contributor within the accountant, accounting department becomes even more valuable. So in my opinion, in order for the role of CFO to continue to evolve, to focus in other areas of the company, in addition to the financial aspect, a CFO will only be as strong as the individual contributors that make up the accounting department. And as it evolves into a more analytical financial role versus a traditional accounting where, like I touched on the creation of accounting statements role, I think a CFO should invest in other areas where a traditional CPA-backed CFO would like, like hiring a, a strong CAO or controller and having that support underneath you. So do you think that accountants that plan to stick with the traditional path or like coming up through accounting in hopes of becoming the CFO someday are doing themselves a disservice? That's a good question. I, I don't think they're doing themselves a disservice. I think they're choosing a little bit more difficult of a path. Obviously, it doesn't hurt to have this expansive knowledge of accounting, and it does give a different perspective on a role. So I think that they need to involve some of the financial skills that a non-traditional CFO would have. But at the same time, a non-traditional CFO would also have to build a skill set that a CPA-backed CFO would have as well. So what sort of career path would you recommend for someone without an accounting background that aspires to be a CFO? What skills or qualifications should they be focusing on? Yeah, I mean, I would tell them to focus on the on the finance side of finance and accounting as much as, as CFO should know on how to build accounting statements and make sure that everything is in compliance. They should also have the finance skill set to make decisions to help drive future growth. And, you know, this has kind of been shown through modern Wall Street. You know, they kind of care about other metrics in the business or they focus on other metrics in the business that on a valuation standpoint, other than what the accounting statements say. And advocates of the accounting profession might say that CFOs who lack accounting credentials could pose a risk to companies and investors. So what would you say to them? Totally fair. I also think it could be seen as a risk, but at the same time, I, I don't think a modern CFO needs to have extensive accounting knowledge that a CPA has. I think a modern CFO should have the skill set where they can leverage their internal network or their internal employees first off, and then as well as their network connections and their personal experience based off what they've done in the past. Yeah, and I do agree with you. It's so important to put a good team in place. Know your weaknesses and your strengths and, and make sure that you're accounting for your weaknesses when you hire your team. Definitely. And I think, you know, a department is only as good as the people or a leader is only as good as the people under him or her. Um, yeah. You know, and I, I think that's really important. I hope that my future hires are, are smarter than me, 
truly. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. It, it's one yeah. way to make your life much easier. 100%. <laughs> and lastly, as we begin 2021, what is one goal, either personal or professionally, that you're hoping to achieve this year? Yeah, so from a professional standpoint, I'm currently studying to obtain my CMA certification. So studying hard for that. And then personally, I'm a big reader. So I, I'm averaging about two books a month right now. So I definitely want to stay on that trend and keep that going into 2021. Yeah, those are great goals. I love reading too. My goal is <laughs> to do more of it, find more time, I guess. There you go. Uh, Mike, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Megan. Appreciate it. Yeah, I've enjoyed speaking with you today and getting your take on the path to CFO and why it's time to start thinking outside the box. To all of our listeners, I hope you've enjoyed this episode as well. Please tune in next week. And until then, take care of yourselves. If you're ready to boost efficiency and streamline your accounting processes at significant cost savings, it's time to talk with Personif. Their people-powered solutions have transformed the delivery of back office tasks and general accounting functions for decades, partnering with clients to provide everything from accounts payable to payroll services. See what Personif can do for you by visiting personif.com. You've been listening to CFO Weekly presented by Personif. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to hear all of our episodes. Want to learn more? Check out personif.com. Thanks for listening.